Hi. It's Adele and Zoe. And welcome. Hang, hang on, hang on. It's not fair. You're getting all the good words. Let's, let's switch this around. Okay, all right, whatever. Hi. Everybody. It's Adele and Zoe. And this is Friends from, from A, A to Z. Z. Joey, Phoebe, Chandler, Monica, Ross, Rachel, to us that are phenomena, here is our confession, friends and obsession, that never passed, so we made a podcast. I'm Adele, I'm Zoe, and this is Friends from A to Z. Hi everyone, and thanks so much for listening to our podcast, Friends from A to Z. Zoe, it's pretty clear so far that we love Friends. We do. And we've made a podcast. We have. But what else can people expect? Well, we hope you are going to enjoy hearing us chat about each episode. We're going to dig into the detail. We're going to relive some of our funniest moments Mm -hmm. and throw in some trivia along the way. So one episode per podcast, starting with the pilot and all the way through to the very last one. Got it. And why are we doing this now? Because we have been such big fans for almost 25 years. We have. Uh, But it's interesting to watch something we know so well through new eyes. Uh, So we're going to pick out the things that strike us as unusual, some inappropriate things now, or some things that are just plain weird in 2018. Sounds good to me. And we really hope that you guys who are listening will join us for each episode. So please hit subscribe wherever you choose to listen. And you can join in on Twitter. So tweet us at friends from A to Z. And we'd really love to hear what you think. Shall we get started? Let's. All right, let's get started. We want to talk today all about our first episode, Mm. which is the pilot of Friends. (gasps) So every single week we're going to talk about a new episode. We're going to go all the way through to the very end of Friends. And here we are, the very beginning point, starting to talk all about the pilot. Cannot wait. So uh, let's start it off then with uh, a kind of jazzy format to just nudge (laughs) and remind us each week about what we are going to, the episode that we're going to be talking about. Um, So the epidemic is uh, what I'd like to introduce here. This is the episode in the form of a limerick. And each week Adele is going to write it. And I'm going to listen for the very first time. And um, it's going to work as a a lovely starting prompt for uh, all this wonderful uh, TV show we're about to analyse. Yeah, We'll give it a go. Mm -hmm. See how we get on. Good. I may run out of ideas. Oh, I'm sure you won't. (laughs) They'll just get better and better. Oh, thank you. Well, here's the first one. Well, let's see. Let's see what kind of of baseline we're dealing with here. (laughs) Here's the first one. I don't want to start too hard. Oh, no. All right. You ready? Yep. Rachel leaves Mr. Potato Head for a life of independence instead. With this new gang of mates, what adventure awaits? Now she's living in Monica's spare bed. Oh, so good. That is the episode. That is the pilot in that lovely format. And the Mm. rhyming is strong. And some good little little specific in-jokes there with uh, Mr. Potato Head. Because this is how Rachel uh, sees Barry um, increasingly. And um, and it is the beginning. A life of adventure does await. This is the start. This is it. And um, she does end up in Monica's spare bed. And that becomes a fairly iconic apartment and iconic situation yeah i'm not 100 percent happy with the scanning which is well things like rachel leaves mr potato head is not a great potato. opening line but it's the first one it's the first one so yeah it can only get better the thanks. only way is up thanks <laughs> you can't get anywhere <laughs> no. um good right well that was the that was the 
epidemic of the pilot and now let's start digging into it in the one where monica gets a roommate right let's dig in then and talk about this pilot episode the first episode of this super iconic uh tv show um the one where rachel gets a roommate so let's remind ourselves of what is in it in a little bit more detail so uh we shall look here at the internet movie database imdb and uh how they recap the episode uh and it is like this monica and the gang introduce rachel to the real world after she leaves her fiance at the altar yep so that is very true that is a very uh neat little nutshell of what is going on and then just as another source to kind of see if we learn anything more, if they have a different take on it, if there's any different way of recapping the episode, we shall look at our friend Netflix and their recap. Rachel runs from her wedding and meets the friends in the coffee place. Ross is depressed about his divorce, but he still has a crush on Rachel. Mmm. Mmm. Oh, why that well, noise? because in this episode... You don't know that he used to have a crush on hmm. Rachel, no, do you? No. no. So, so Netflix are giving something away. They there. really, they're really, really giving something away. And also, doesn't it sound weird that meets the friends in, in the, the coffee, coffee place. place? Yeah, not a very good one, Netflix. That that is not as good as the IMDb. It's a one. sort of retrospective pre-knowledge, like expecting you to yeah. know stuff already. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, 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 yeah. Which is funny because you think these days. I mean, it would be unusual, right, for someone not to have heard of this. But mm-hmm. there might be. There, I bet there are people certainly who may have heard of it but have mm, never watched yeah. it. You go on Netflix, right? If you don't know much about something, you you go to episode number one. You look at the recap. You think, how does this sound? Yeah. Is that going to make you want to watch it? I don't know. Um, this is more like if you know that already and you don't even need to read it doesn't yeah. matter yeah yeah that's so true yeah, yeah yeah that really should be a lot broader shouldn't it it shouldn't be talking about um should be more enticing yeah like yeah the imdb one this idea of introduces her to the real world yes. is quite yeah, yeah, yeah. quite good yes yeah um okay all right so, so that, those those are reminding us of what happened in the episode yeah now the other thing that we're gonna do is because we're gonna talk a lot about what we think about these episodes and how much we like them or not or which bits and all that kind of stuff and there is available information on this already in the public sphere because mm. if you look on imdb mm. one of my favorite functions on imdb is viewer ratings oh, and yep. for this in particular we can see for this season, for example, what the most popular or highest rated episodes are. So it's a really nice place to start with, not just reminding ourselves what happens, but what generally is the view of this one and then how do we feel about yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that fit with what we think or do we actually think exactly. that's a bit harsh or too generous? Yeah, so we'll look at the rating for each one on IMDb and kind of how that ranks. We've had to think about that as well and how ours compare. And then there's also on the ranker.com website where they, as it would suggest, rank lots of things. Mm-hmm. There are the top 100 Friends episodes as determined by the likes I think it's the net likes. So it's like the number right. of likes minus the number of dislikes that each one gets. And that's 100 out of the like 220 odd. Yeah, for all 10 seasons. Everything. Okay. Yeah. So it may very well be that season one only has a few in there. True. It may. All right. I'll tell you what. What? This one's not in it. Oh. <laughs> so out of the 220 yeah. and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first one, the pilot, I mean, it would have to be, I mean, it's pretty amazing, right, for a pilot mm-hmm. to be the first one. Um, now, slightly contrary to that, IMDb actually has an average very high rating. Oh, so, does it? Yeah, this one is in the top 10 of Ooh, all of season one for so IMDb. So 24 episodes in season one, and this is in the top 10. It's seventh. 
Seven. Out of 24, Goodness, yeah. Goodness, that is a pretty good How strong start, isn't it? that compare for you? Mm, I'm going to say it's more average for me, this one, All right. in the season one. I wonder if there's a bit of just kind of nostalgia for people there. I think it was the first one. Yeah. Like they've ranked it quite high. Yeah. What about you? So it's quite, it's relatively low down, so it's oh. sort of 18 out of 24. Ooh. But I would say that's more reflective of the general high calibre of this TV show in general. Mm-hmm. So it's not that I don't like this episode. It's no. just there's such high quality. What I would say, yes. and what we may come on to, is that with pilot episodes of things, there are very few shows where the pilot episode is genuinely good and genuinely funny and gets you right in there at the beginning because yeah. i mean there are th- i would say i would say the office does this the uk office um i'd say going back a while something like faulty towers does this incredibly well mm-hmm. this i would say is in one of those tiny groups where you get you really get involved in this first episode okay and so i think that's why Normally, I would never think that a pilot would do well. If I'm watching something new on TV, a new comedy, yeah. the first one, I'm always like, let's give it a few, because you have to get to know the characters sure. and stuff. Yeah. You know. This is, uh, I think, although, of course, it's not the best of this season, it's a very, very good episode of a TV programme. Oh, hell yeah. I agree. And because it takes time to form relationships, you know, in real life, or, yeah. you know, with TV characters, but they jam-pack so much into this they one. They do. In such a clever way yeah. that you really feel like you get to know a lot about mm, these people mm. so early on in these 22 minutes. And, um, yeah. So, so should we talk about the people? Uh, <laughs> do you know who they are? <laughs> Yes, let's talk about the people. Okay. So someone... How many of them are there? <laughs> there are these six people. There are three girls and three guys. <laughs> and um, they are in this situation where um, uh, they're hanging out at the coffee house. And, and this is the catalyst. The coffee house. The coffee house. <laughs> uh, they are hanging out there. And the whole catalyst for this episode and then going on for the the... The, the reason for being is that something changes that day. Yeah. Something new happens. Yeah. And even that early on, mm. we know this is a very close-knit group. Mm-hmm. Because the very first conversation they're having, which is Monica is talking about a date yeah. that she's going on. Just the way they respond. To, I mean, you've already said it's a mixed-gender group. Yeah. Boys and girls. She's talking Thank about... Thank mixed-gender. Thanks. <laughs> Something that she's uh, talking about is actually quite personal. And the way they respond to it, we already know that Monica has a run of bad luck with men. Because they're like, well, what's wrong with him if he's going out with you? So they're, <laughs> they're really colloquial. They're very mm. close. She shares personal mm. things with these other people that we can see in front of us. So before we know anything about who any of them are, this is a relaxed very comfortable comfortable jokey group of people mocking each other and that is a good first impression i think yeah like you're dropped down in the middle literally middle of a conversation and straight away you're like wow this is three guys three girls and they really get on well at this point it's oh two girls three guys and two girls because that 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 kind of catalyst moment they must have known there was another one coming they're like this is this isn't (laughs) yeah this is yeah this is just off balance um there's a chair free at the end um so then yeah this is the new thing that happens that in races this bride and this point Mm. already Mm -hmm. we're in high quality jokes Yes, 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 yes. Because, and and so you said at the beginning, we get a lot of information very quickly. And one of the things I really like about this one is how we get very established with Ross's situation. So he arrives, 
He's a bit down in the dumps. You can tell by the tone of his voice, which not for the last time. Hi, hi. But I love the way, very quickly, we are told what's going on with him. So it starts where he's down and Monica explains, oh, Carol moved her stuff out. So we're like, right, there's a Carol. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's moved out. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming they were in some kind of relationship. Yep. This is why he's so sad. The second thing is when um, he kind of jumps at this, no, I'm not sorry, actually, because she left me. So now we're like, ah, she could have moved out because he's moving on and he doesn't want to be with her anymore. Mm-hmm. This is not the case. Mm-hmm. He is the dump mm-hmm. E, mm-hmm. not the dump And her. he's bitter. There's some anger and bitterness there yeah. from him. So already we're like, all right, is this the, you know, is this going to be the crux of this thing? This guy's relationship breakup? We don't know. And then Joey jumps in, just, you know, wondering. <laughs> and you never knew she was a lesbian. <laughs> so within those three little bang, 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 we're like, right, we know what's going on now with this guy. Yeah. And 1994... This is pretty unusual as well. We're talking about a guy's marriage breaking up because his wife is actually now in a same-sex yeah. uh, relationship. Yeah. So I, I agree with you. They could It could be so plonky, and yet it's done, and it's funny, um, and yet it kills two birds with one stone. And it, and it, and it does it in out. a clever way because, you know, they're all going to know this stuff already, so they're kind of having to tell you, like, this kind of exposition of, uh, this is the situation that's going on, but they just do it in this jokey, clever, that's it, nice normally, and comfy way. the new person mm. would be the reason to tell you all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 but they're actually doing so this they've before. they've done it in a clever way. Yeah. This, uh, yeah, love it. bride runs in. So he says, you know, because he's very sad, mm. look, I just want to get married again. Mm. And in mm. walks the bride (laughs) so here she comes little do we know the fate that awaits them little do we know and this is the sixth this is the sixth member in comes Rachel and uh, she's looking for Monica and uh, she says oh yeah I've just been to your building and some guy told me you'd be here and um, Monica's like it's another Lincoln High survivor this is Mm. someone we went to school with and then here we go this is is Rachel so she has uh, we find out pretty quickly she has walked out of her wedding because she was uh, uh, standing at the altar looking at this guy and she was like it's he's Mr. Potato head i can't do this i don't love him in the way that i should yeah and she's kind of dressed like a princess yeah and uh acting like a princess one may say acting <laughs> quite like a princess as well so that's where we are we've had our moment which is going to be the yeah the sort of catalyst to this new future mm-hmm. so what do we think then about these we've now got six people what's interesting about this is we have known these people for 10 years uh obviously more than that in real life but they do 10 seasons of this mm. so now we know everything there is to know about them what are your takes on these like how what do they establish about themselves in this episode because at this point in the episode we're only we're barely five six seven minutes in and we and we we've, we've yeah. learned a lot already we've learned that um uh so we start with phoebe there's this kind of hippie character because she's already started cleansing uh <laughs> ross's aura, aura. Yeah. so you know this is uh she's got this kind of hippie vibe going on she's kooky We've got Joey already has started to establish his womanizer tendencies because his answer to uh, Ross's uh, heartache is strip joint, you know, and to to be kind of a bit insensitive, like you never knew she was a lesbian. Yeah. So um, and uh, indeed tries to come on to Rachel. Yeah. Later that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hitting on her on a wedding day. He's yeah. a bit sleazy. Yeah, so he's already, you know, doing this so early on that he's got these kind of womanizer ter- uh, tendencies. Um, Monica, at this point, is she's the kind of central group person. She's caring about Ross. And because it's her brother, this is her best friend from school, it's her apartment becomes the main one. So mm. she feels a very kind of central yep. um, uh, character here. She's the glue. She is the glue. Um Rachel then is coming Although in. Although we don't, sorry to interrupt princessy, yeah. But we don't get much of 
very much of Monica, do we? Well, yeah. We see that things tend to happen to Monica. Like, she's not very lucky in love. Yeah. But she's probably the least caricatured... Although she's like the the, the middle conduit of all mm, of this, mm. Ross is your new, very New York Jewish in his yeah, accent. Yeah. Joe is very American Italian yeah. in his look and his accent. Chandler's very like, I have issues and I'm very sarcastic. Phoebe's super hippie. Rachel a bit princessy. Mm. Monica, there's no... What is it? What she's words the, are coming she's to She's like, she's vanilla. She's the... That's what I mean. She's kind of... She's the one that is the central person. She's the kind of... Central um, person. Oh, <laughs> good one. That's so good. Central person. She's the central one. In central person. Uh, she is the central person. Um, who's... Um, what would you call it? Like, she's the kind of the dependent. She's the sort of the, the, the anchor yeah. to which the stuff and the people... She's the... She's almost like your... She's the sun to which the planets yeah, are all Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. kind of like the kind of more neutral, like you as an audience, kind of watching some of this stuff yeah. unfold at this beginning bit. Yeah. And you're right that she is the one, I think, looking back now... Is she the one that's changed the most? I'm not sure about that. But she's the one who develops these this competitive side that's hilarious. She's the one that ends, you know, with this kind of clean freak neatness, really kind of funny quirks to Monica. Yeah. That at this point, she's a very neutral beige yeah. kind of zone. And in fact, I think she's intended as a contrast to Rachel. Because the yes, point is, right? Yes, 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 yes. So these yeah. two, Link yeah. and I survivors, yeah. if you like, have had similar... Um, youthful experiences yep. have become estranged because yep. Monica's not invited to the wedding yep. and Rachel is like this kind of you know completely spoiled kind of um, privileged yep. woman who is now having this kind of crisis and giving it all up Monica though has had to work for everything mm. right so I think she's meant to be this is what actually an independent woman in her twenties living in New York, uh, maybe not should be like, but this is what you could be. You know, this is what your your life could be. Independent. She had her friendship group is really cool, and mm, you know, she's mm. the kind of domain of that. In the way you're saying, it, you know, she's the connection. She of all looks these like things. she's got her stuff together. That's a much better way of putting it. Better, and you need that, and you need that from her, so that when Rachel literally sort of hurricanes in yeah. in this whirlwind storm it, it, it is it's, it's very disrupting it's yeah. disruptive to this group who are sitting around kind of having this fairly comfortable casual conversation and then yeah in comes in comes the storm in comes Rachel yeah. and, and it's that things... tension that's gonna make them living as roommates which is gonna yes. know, bring us some comedy yeah and says things like yeah I know I couldn't live off my parents forever that's why I was getting married yeah you know, totally so whereas Monica that's is a bit so like funny. you absolute princess yeah you know, yeah yeah you have no idea yeah, yeah but Monica is showing here she's caring she takes her in oh she's so nice she's a good friend she is a super good friend she is a nice nice friend to have and and even though she wasn't invited to the wedding you know she really doesn't owe Rachel an awful lot but here she is and you know what is so nice about the friendship group as well and just showing that they are close Ross is then you know he's moving into his new apartment and he's like you doing anything tonight you know yeah. Joey and Chandler are going to come and help me put up some furniture and uh, he's like you know so if you don't want to be by yourself come and do that it's just like you know it's kind of it's very ac- accepting and inviting and also just shows that these are the kind of friends that you know just hang out and help each other with furniture yeah, they're and nice stuff. people yeah, yeah there's a family vibe going on here so touching on Ross and Rachel yes touching Ross and touching Rachel. Ross and they Rachel. haven't touched each other yet <laughs> 
I made the comment earlier that when she walks through the door in a wedding, you know, he says, I just want to get married again. And then yeah. Rachel walks in. And of course, what we don't know at this point is this is going to be the epic love story of 90s television. Yes. So actually, I just want to get married again. That's exactly, it's not just like a funny joke that someone walks through the door in a wedding dress. Yeah. She is the woman, you know, on it now, that like, is going to be this. me. But it's interesting then to reflect on what we make of their interactions here. Because it struck me, because we just watched the episode right before having this conversation. Yeah. It struck me when they get back to the apartment and Rachel's on the phone to her dad. Ross seems to be a bit of like frustration, a bit of resentment. You know, he's kind of listening to her trying to explain and articulate using this ridiculous metaphor. You know, I'm. I, it's like someone's told you all your life, I'm a shoe and you don't want to be a shoe, you want to be a hat. And, you know, mm-hmm. and she's like, it's a metaphor, daddy. And Ross sort of just leans in and kind of goes, you could see where he'd have trouble Mm -hmm. he seems a bit like she's an idiot you know she's a bit Mm -hmm. and not not so negative but a little bit sort of like oh god you know she's daddy childish daddy yes that's a much better word but look what he's been through he's left he's been to college he's 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 got this great job at the museum in his field he's got married he's been through marriage trauma he's been through a lot by his 26 years he's also been through unrequited love for Rachel mm-hmm. which at this point we don't know we don't know so I think he's looking at her Netflix recap tries <laughs> to tell you yeah he's I feel like he's looking at her now yeah like they've both grown up yeah and or maybe she hasn't so much and he's looking at her a bit and he's like oh I used to you know you kind of ignored me my whole teenage years and I used to really worship you and now you're here like daddy I'm a hat I'm not a shoe yeah yeah she has not grown up and that is not endearing to him however there is an instinct in Ross and attentiveness from him I think even as she sits down and starts regaling the uh, the friends with uh, what's happened to her at the beginning he at the beginning he's like he's doing a coffee and doing yeah. a sweet and low and hanging off her every word. And, yeah. and he has the umbrella accident as And well. he has the umbrella, which kind of gets in the way and it's yeah. just this kind of clumsy awkwardness. Yeah. And yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, I think... Oh, that's a little, do- a little dog. Oh, right. <laughs> a little dog, that. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, but this, as this episode progresses, we continue with the Ross-Rachel theme. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he's kind of miserable feeling, you know, he's moving into this little flat. He was married. He's like you know what how what am i gonna go and do yeah. and this is where this is where joey's you know response strip joint or go and grab a grab a spoon and yeah. try a different flavor of ice cream it's yeah. all very like just you know move on get over her um all this stuff and this is where you start you know start seeing more of ross like he's a sensitive soul yeah he's he's not like i'm not just gonna go and you know get with someone else like this is i'm hurting and even if i did who would i even ask cut to Heaven needs someone. Yeah, Rachel. What a lovely little subtle clue. Gazing the out the window as he gazes yeah. out another yeah. window. So he actually, at the end of this episode, he, he sort of, he doesn't ask her out, but he says, you know, how would you feel if yeah. I did? Yeah. Which you could argue is slightly early, given she's yes. just decided not to marry someone. I also wonder, though, on reflection now. <laughs> yeah, like the day before. Yeah. Is it? Does it tell us a bit more about Ross as well? So what I mean by that is, Joey's like a grab a spoon, grab a spoon. Mm. Ross is a bit like, God, you know, the idea of dating and meeting someone new. At this point, and obviously his feelings grow, Mm. but at this point, is she a kind of safe option? She's new to the group, but he knows her from his past. Mm -hmm. 
Does he say that? Not because he's actually thinking, oh, thank goodness, she's single, I'm single, I've always loved you, we can get together. Mm. Is he just thinking, I need to ask someone out because I've got to move on, that's what everyone's telling me. Maybe she's a safe place to start. I think you could think that watching the pilot in its own context. I think knowing what we then go on to know about how in love with her he was in high school i think it, it's, it's a bit more than it, that yeah it's a bit more than that it's yeah. a bit more than that but yeah. it's like it's like it's it's a way of him moving on but actually in a way that can excite him he's like this is where i actually know oh, so it's not grab just like... this grab this uh, spoon yeah it's not any old option it's exactly a bit yeah because it? it because it could have you know asked our phoebe or someone else can leave if he was uh, gonna yeah, do yeah. that yeah yeah uh yeah so all this is going on mm-hmm. and then around this we have our lovely monica yes who is are very excited about a date with a guy from work who she's yeah. been, you know, I guess hoping. It Paul, seems. is it? I don't know. I can't remember his name. <laughs> that she's been hoping would ask her out for a while. Yeah. And we know already she's a bit unlucky in love that she tends to maybe pick guys that aren't that great or whatever from some of the comments earlier. But she, boy, does she do it this time. Oh my God. Yeah. Mm. So she goes on this date with him. She's very excited about it. Uh, Paul, the wine guy at the restaurant. And um, he starts telling her this story of... Um, uh, how he has not had any snap in his turtle <laughs> yeah. uh, for two years uh, because his heart was so broken by his ex-wife. Yeah, yeah, ex-wife. And what he's doing here is, we already know that Monica's quite caring and this super caring side of her comes out where she's like, oh, I'm so sorry, you know, I'm so sorry to hear and we know, this. It's so upsetting. She nearly so cancelled this date to make sure that Rachel was okay or to make sure that Ross yeah. was okay. So we know she, she wants to make people feel yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always the hostess. Always hostess. And so she's like, oh, you know, I'm so sorry. Blah, blah. And, uh, and you know, that must be terrible. And I feel so bad for you. He goes, yeah, so, you know, since then I haven't been able to perform. Yeah. Yeah. And she does a spit take. She spits this tea all over him. Very funny. And, uh, yeah, so then it cuts to... Next, next morning, morning. Um, and all the friends are just kind of having breakfast in her apartment, like it, which again just shows the closeness of yeah, them. Yeah. They just, you know, they just come in and um, helping themselves to her. Chandler and Joey are there, and Rachel's wandering around. And then out of the bedroom comes Monica, followed swiftly by Paul the wine Paul, guy. Is it? Paul, is it? Um, and uh, and yeah, you know, she's really happy. Yeah, and um, and uh, has had a gr- great time with him. Yeah, what do you think of this? Well, it's, it's an interesting question because one of the important things that we wanted to talk about on these podcasts yeah. was how things may be viewed differently now, sometime on from the original airing of these. So 25 years nearly yeah. has passed yeah. since this episode was first aired on TV. And this is one of those things where you start to think, should it be that big a deal? Because <laughs> she's really upset mm-hmm. that she had sex with him. Um Hang on, well, we don't know why she's upset yet. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yes, okay. Because well, she goes to work. Because she's so happy. She's so happy. She's like, oh my God, you know, I've had such a great night. And obviously she's thinking, he's really confided in me. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, we got very close very quickly and yeah. so on. And she goes to work, finds out. He's done this exact same line it's a on other people. Ken Adams uh, <laughs> trekking in Western Europe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Story. It's a line, and as Joey then says, "Of course, there was a line to get you into bed." To says Ross, her yeah, brother, which is a bit, bit weird. Icky. Yeah. So this is like this. So now she's upset. So she's really yeah. upset. She's like, "I just thought he was nice, you know." Yeah, which is very sad. Yeah, very very sad. And um, it's seen as a bit of a big deal that she. 
she's very, very upset because she had sex with him. And that's like kind of, you know, there's this comment from Joey, you know, what the hell do you do on a real date? Like, you know, this is quite a lot Mm -hmm. to have sex with someone on a first Mm -hmm. date. Mm -hmm. And it's the case, no, that this storyline came about because it was too much to... It got reworked. So the first iteration of it in the pilot episode was that she um, she doesn't... She's not so caring about him. Yeah. And then she's not so upset at the end. Yeah. And then the kind of test audiences felt like she's just slept with this guy on yeah. the first date, which for, you know, American mainstream television in 1994 was felt to be yeah. uh, kind of jarred with the audience and yeah. they didn't like her and she thought it was a little bit slutty. Yeah. So what they had to do to the script was meet just feel like she'd really kind of got pulled in with this line and that she was just trying to please him and help him by sleeping with him. She was trying to help him get over this trauma and then she's so upset afterwards because, you know, she was trying to do a a good thing. It's not that she she was being, um, you know, kind of like... Manipulated. uh, Yeah, manipulated and and sort of philanthropic in her, oh, I'm going to help you in this way. And so I would think 20 years on, you wouldn't need to do it. Like, it shouldn't be such a big deal. Like, so traumatic... Um, that she slept with him on the first day. I mean, I know he still yeah, manipulated he's her. still a jerk, yeah. isn't it? But the fact that they had to balance Oh, that, hell yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So yeah, they had yeah. to make it a manipulation. They yeah. had to, I'm not saying she shouldn't be upset, but yeah. the fact that they had to change They that. had to make it that she really cared for him and was doing it for him exactly. rather than not just, she just wanted I to wanted have some to sex. Yeah, yeah. Um, what I do think is interesting, though, is although they had to bow to the pressure of that yes. and make it yes. the story working that way, it is really nice that next morning that they, apart from Joey going, you know, what the hell do you do on a real date? Yeah. They're very chilled about this whole thing, you know. They're, they're fine with are, it. Yeah. When and he so, comes out of the bedroom after her, they barely yeah. blink. So they might have had to change the story a bit, but the real, like, how this is really represented is through the reaction of the friends. Yeah. They're and they're fine like, with it. Yeah, so yeah I think they're fine with it. So 25 thing. years on, it, it, that, that, did, that it feels a little bit dated, doesn't it? How yeah. they had to play that. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. And I should say 25 years on... Uh, what we've what we're doing is we're calling this friends, friends through, through a, a lens because it's been a long time since lens. we first saw friends. It has. So we're looking at friends through a lens. <laughs> exactly. uh, so that was one. Did you have any friends through a lens? Um, it was pretty. Yeah, it was pretty much that one. That that was that yeah. was my thought. That you know, uh, uh, probably quite shocking to audiences that she was sleeping with him on the first date. But you yeah, know, they we know that they reworked yeah. that to make it okay. There was the. Um, Ross makes a bit of a rubbish comment about his wife, his ex-wife. Oh, yes. So he mentions that his wife had a favourite beer and she used to drink it from the can. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I should have known. Yeah. Brackets, she was a lesbian. Lines like that today wouldn't fly. Yeah. It's not right. It's too too stereo stereotyping based on yeah. nothingness. So, yeah. yeah, that probably wouldn't not make it into today's. And the other thing I just wondered... Correctly, yes. Yeah. Phoebe's backstory. So she refers to this ever so slightly, mm. and she talks. She ha- lists like a whole kind of litter of terrible mm. things. And at one point, she actually, you know, she's saying the, and then she says, you know, my stepfather, and then he killed himself. Yeah, and it gets a laugh. Uh, yeah, but you and, know what is quite good about this is that Phoebe is establishing so much about Phoebe in such a short amount of time that she's telling this grim story that is her backstory that is that is they are very consistent with that yeah. in the upcoming episodes and seasons you know it's that that is what happened to her but she puts this sort of positive spin on it like you know and then I found aromatherapy so it wasn't so bad and I know exactly what you're going through yeah, Rachel I know I know it's just some of the things she said like my mom committed suicide yeah and then Ross is like yeah. the word you're looking for it's is anyway, anyway. And you're like oh my god this is horrendous yeah you know, this I, isn't I don't, something we laugh about yeah no, probably yeah, not now yeah, no. yeah. 
And one of the other things then we wanted to do is each episode think about what's our what was the funniest joke to us. Yeah, what made us LOL. And who was our favourite friend yes. of the episode. So what was your favourite joke? Well, and I must say that this episode, you know, we've talked so much about all the kind of character development there is in there. Yeah. Um, establishing so much. It's still jam-packed with jokes. Oh, loads. And the, loads. And, you know, this is why, 25 years on, this is a show that is worthy yeah. <laughs> of our time. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's worth, you know, it's worthy of its... It, it's still going so strong um, because it's such a good show. And one of the reasons that... Well, and I said at the beginning, this pilot, this mm. one twenty-two minutes... Yeah is actually good quality it's not just that like on reflection you go well that was the beginning of something great yeah you know it was yeah. ropey yeah he's straight it's, in there and it consistently good. stays this good so what's and your favorite so, one full of jokes um uh or, or, or what is my favorite joke it's going to be that um it, it's more like a physical comedy moment where ross is um oh. crouching on the floor <laughs> he's crouching on the floor because he's trying to put these things he goes like i do not know he's putting his furniture together he's like there is some wormy guy. I do not know what this is. I don't know what this is. And then he goes, and I cannot feel my legs. <laughs> and it's just like a whole new jokey style and sense. It's very funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is very funny. And he does look super uncomfortable. He really does. Yeah. And I wish you'd get out of that position now. You, you, you don't need to be. <laughs> I've been doing this whole thing yeah. in that in that one. And um, I had a couple of runners up. So one is that I really love Phoebe when she says, Ross is like, you know, we're going to put this furniture together. And she's like, oh, I wish I could, but I don't want to. Oh, yeah. Great. That was really good. Great. I wish I could do that in life. I love it when Rachel is on the phone and you think she's talking to Barry and sort of trying to explain herself. And then at one point she has to stop talking. She gets that like cut off. And you think, has Barry not put the phone down? And then when she rings back, she's like, stupid machine, cut me yeah. off again. So she's just like ranting away to nobody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the winner, um, the non-runner-up, is actually, it is Rachel, but it's when she comes in from trying to find a job with her, I don't need my parents, I don't need a job because i got new boots boots. Yeah. And, they, and they're like, oh, how did you get on? And she just goes, I'm trained for nothing. nothing. Oh. <laughs> and I just find it so funny because for her, she's like, yeah. I had a go. Yeah. And you know yeah. what? I couldn't yeah, get yeah, one yeah. of those yeah. jobs. Yeah, I so, went to try and get one of these job things it. you talk about. But yeah. yeah, I'm trained for nothing, but now i got new boots every yeah. day. I just like that. I think it's, Brilliant. yeah, it sort of sums her up. She's my... Best friend of this episode. Oh, I, I, I me love too. Rachel. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. And for her, she's got a very tricky job because she's the only one I think where, or maybe Joey a bit, but you could really dislike her. Oh, yeah. Because she's so privileged yeah. and so prissy yeah. and princessy and many yeah. other words beginning with P. <laughs> and yet, you you really she does it in a way that you really warm to her yeah, by the because end because she's innocent and naive and just kind of not really aware of it and of course we've got jennifer aniston's just sparkling oh, stardom man. is coming through here just she jumps she goes on to the most fantastic career doesn't she and and, and it's quite special watching her here yeah. the genesis of aniston aniston man what a start yeah what a star and what a start oh Goodness me, that's <laughs> why we pay you the big bucks. <laughs> right, so that was our first podcast about the very first episode of Friends, mm. the one where Rachel's, uh, the one where Monica gets a roommate. Yes. And the roommate is Rachel, and she has been firmly gotten. She's in the building. She's She is properly in the building, quite literally. Mm. Um, so next time, we are going to be talking about episode two, which is the one with the sonogram Ooh, at the end. Why would there be a sonogram? Whose sonogram is it? What is a sonogram? I live in the UK. Was, <laughs> was Rachel getting married because she was knocked up? <gasps> knocked up? 
Yeah. What a word choice of words. <laughs> That's what you do, isn't it? <laughs> Get married with you and not what you do. <laughs> yeah. She's going to have, uh, uh, yeah, someone's going to have this sonogram. Someone's knocked up. <laughs> Sure. Uh, so that was just episode one but we've got loads of these yeah we've got the whole of season one for you to enjoy so if this is the first one that you've listened to why not hit subscribe wherever it is you found us and make sure that you can hear the rest of them we've really enjoyed um having this conversation yeah and we're going to enjoy doing the whole rest of them yeah and we'd love you to join us you can also sort of join us in a more interactive way because we have a twitter handle called at friends from a to z mm-hmm. and we'd genuinely love it if you wanted to send us a tweet we want to know your points of view if you just <laughs> just, one, just, the one. just a tweet <laughs> your points of view anything you want to add to the discussion we'd really love to hear it yeah. so right that's one down we're heading for a sonogram yeah please Ooh. do join us to find out who's here we go that's our podcast thanks for listening to the end friends from A to Z, we hope that you come back again. You've got a confession, and you share our obsession too. We'll be there.